Okay, this might be really weird, but I love going to the bathroom and just sitting down and watching my phone. <laughs> <laughs> like, now I can't go oh, into the bathroom without, without my phone. Your phone. Yeah. Even unless the only times I don't take my phone is when I want it to be quick because I have something else to do or like I'm in and out. Yeah. But to be honest, if I have to go pee like I just did now, yeah. my first thing is to grab my phone, sit down, and open TikTok. guys welcome back to this episode of adult or not my name is kayla and i'm laura and it's two it's 22 to 22 it's 2 22 22 okay you're right did you say two, <laughs> two, two no 22 to 22 no two twenty two twenty two. 22 oh yeah, yeah you're right because the month because the month two, but you know 22, we 22. could also be european and say the day first that's what i was obviously doing my apologies and I, i'm just trying to americanize you a little you know that's on me <laughs> but yeah it is it's um angel like the angel numbers that's what i'm trying to say is that what it is i just and it's yeah two three two so two 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 is yeah. an angel number oh, okay fun fact know. yeah wonder how many people have that tattoo on them a lot yeah because you know how that's like a pretty Trendy thing right now. Trendy That's what I'm trying now. to say. Yeah, but angel number 222, mm-hmm. meaning we are being protected by our guardian angels today. Mm. Um, symbolizes faith and harmony. That I don't know what means like symbolizes harmony. Like harmony, is that just peace? What is harmony? Like I, e-harmony? We dating? Uh, online dating? Oh, I feel like you're right. I feel like it has, it, it, when I think of harmony, I think of peace. Or, right, like the white dove. Yeah, and being on the, like the same page and at presence and at peace with yourself. Then why is a harmony like something completely different? Like a harmony, like isn't that like a song? Like yeah, I don't get this. I don't know. Yes. So this episode, we are sadly recording it on Tuesday. Be and usually Tuesdays when we put the episode out so we're yeah. a little late um but because last time technical issues we recorded an amazing pod guys Just, it actually was really good we were halfway through it had fantastic content in my fantastic. opinion yeah we talked about love island how i was gonna audition for it yeah still can still, still should can. and you still should but once again i will be there for comedic comedic relief so mm, not my looks now i'm thinking more of love is blind oh Imagine my personality through the pods, Kayla. I I feel like everyone would be obsessed with me. Of course you think that. I feel I this is honestly I'm kind of curious because you know how we were talking last week about how when people initially meet you, they find you to be intimidating. Like when I first met you, I was intimidated by you. Yeah. When you met my friend over FaceTime who I just visited, mm-hmm. Over the weekend, she's like, I was a little intimidated by her. No way. Our other friend that we know <laughs> told me that when she first met you down here, she was intimidated by you. So I wonder I'm if dead. someone met you in the pods, if they would not be as intimidated by Meeting you. Meeting me for the first time? Yeah. That's like, so I should go on it. I would want you to go on it solely just for that. For aspect. this curiosity. I don't so you don't pers- want me to find love. Well, I That's what you're saying. I just don't. <laughs> 
it's coming off that way. <laughs> I, I don't believe in the experiment. I don't think it works. I think it's stupid. Kayla, if I find love, I'm not going to leave you. Oh, you can be so you our knew child. All my underlying <laughs> fine. I don't want you on it. Yeah. But the episode we tried to record, yeah, it talked about Love Island and it had some amazing content. And guys, it didn't upload. It just. Guys, we tried so many times in different segments and nothing was uploading. And it just got to the point where the towel had to be thrown in, a second bottle of wine had to be bought, and a movie had to be played. Monte Carlo had to be played. (laughs) Monte Carlo had to be played. I woke up a little hungover. Oh, (laughs) I woke up with a headache. Okay, recently I've been drinking mostly wine. I haven't really had like hard liquor mm-hmm. and it's mostly been wine and i wake up every fucking morning with, with a headache it was probably either bad quality wine or like too sweet of wine and we drank sweet wine did we we drink rosé rosé and then we got the savia blanc no we didn't get savia blanc we got Zyl- ziffendale no the, the other one the one that i like um the one that i pronounced really badly I don't remember. Timothee Blay. <laughs> That's it. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Clearly, I can't speak. Um, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But even when we did the episode with Abigail and we had red wine, I still woke up with a headache. Interesting. Yeah, because isn't red wine good for you? Well, that one also wasn't a dry one. It was like an, in the middle. It was like a red blend. Oh, we have the sommelier up in here. Obviously a wine <laughs> expert. A wine connoisseur here, yeah. I mean, honestly, my dream retirement yeah, you've is mentioned. to own my own vineyard and winery. In Napa? Are you going to be like the parent trap? The uh, single dad? You're not a dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be single either, but I'm just saying. Like, that would be kind of cool, you know? You get married, you have a twins, one is in London with their with dad. dad and you're in napa with your wine with, yeah what do you think i mean i it's a great love story at the end so i'll take it. i'm open to it <laughs> but yeah no having a winery i remember you telling me and i told you that you wouldn't be working there and you said owning one because you didn't say you wanted to open one or something. Yeah, I want to own it. And, like, I want to be – I want to learn all about how that works. The how aging process. How the they aging. Aging. Oh. The aging process <laughs> of the wine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Asian process. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, um, I'll come work for you. Can I squish the grapes I with my like, feet? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was – I answered too soon. <laughs> I feel like that's right up your alley, though, yeah. doing something like that. Yeah, and the good thing is I have a degree in hospitality, and I had to take a You could run the tourism class. part of giving Our out winery. wine classes and tours of the winery. Oh, my goodness. We're going to have all the basic girls coming for their wine for days. For their wine days. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm actually – this is really great content and ideas that are flowing right now. Is this crazy? Can we do it in Italy? I literally was thinking this whole time about how I would love for it to actually be in Italy. I have no desire for it to be in California. Yeah, because, like, not about Italy. Italy. You have me. Inter- and can we have, like, a winery in the side? Mm-hmm. An olive oil. Yes. Farm? What is it called? Like, land? Who knows? But I'm all about it. It's such a simple and happy lifestyle. And we can combine it because we can do wine with all of our olive bread oil and, and bread and cheese. Yeah. And it's just... 
Oh my god. We uh, have it all figured out now. I'm literally Laura, when you leave today, I'm gonna start researching. Should we resign right now our jobs? Well, I need this. To I'll go in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow I'll go to my job. I'm sorry, I'm quitting. I gotta go to Italy. Just gotta go to Italy. My apologies. I don't even know how we're gonna make this work, but I, like I need for this to work somehow. That yeah. We we gotta figure it out how we're gonna make it work. It could be a a, a, a joint family a, business. What's the name for it? We're getting should we combine our names, our last names? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine Ortiz, Desarte, and Kalatkin combined? No, there's nothing happening there. <laughs> but Wait, it can be like it would look fun on the labeling of the wine bottles. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We can combine just our first names. That's true. We can be Layla. We can be Kara. Wait. Do you understand where I'm going for combining our first names? Yeah. Like a couple names? It took me a minute to remember what your name was because you said Layla and I was like, Zara? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) You thought I was changing your name? (laughs) I just snorted. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Or we can take like, no, because if I take the first two of your name, it's Kara. You can just have Kara wine. That doesn't sound appealing. Okay, well, um, leave, leave a comment and let us know. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> leave a comment and let us know what our wine should be called. <laughs> no, but they can just message us on Instagram and yeah. um, let us know what winery name. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say, of course. Yeah. Also, speaking of Instagram, everyone should follow us at underscore adult dot or dot not underscore that's a lot it is a lot but i had to do it that way because everything else had things everything else was taken that's thank you kayla's here because my mind's in a different (laughs) world fumbling around speaking of our instagram following and our listeners yeah my cousins in argentina listen to this so a lot (laughs) <laughs> Hola las primas de Lara. Ah, muy bien. But they have asked us to speak slower because they don't understand. <laughs> I was just about to ask you if they speak English or not. No, like one of my cousins, she messaged me. She goes, I am obsessed with listening to you speak English. Yeah. She knows zero English. Yeah. So I'm like, you don't understand. Right. And then my other cousin um, was like, send me a screenshot of our podcast and she's like I love this and I was like do you understand and she goes I was gonna ask you to speak slower and she has some English background but not enough for this right so we will speak slower maybe (laughs) we will try we will try to remember yeah and if not subtitles in a podcast, Laura, you're acting like this is a video. Because <laughs> it is for me. I feel like everyone should be filming me 24-7. My life is a reality TV oh, show. Oh, so this is where we're going with this. <laughs> yes. Do you not understand? I just want to be in a reality TV show. I, Which surprises me so much because I feel like part of me could see you wanting to be on a reality TV show and the other part feels like you just think they're stupid, so why 100%. would... So why? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it would be funny. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I like to toot my own horn and say that I'm a pretty funny gal. Oh, and... well, good thing you can toot your own horn. <laughs> oh, so you don't think I'm funny? No, that's why I just said that. <laughs> uh, guys, this is the last podcast of the century. <laughs> we are done after tonight. We're done. 
Um, but no, how was your week, Kayla? Weekend, week, whatever you would like to call it. President's oh, no. Day. President's Happy Day. President's Day. Happy to all of my past presidents. Yes. And especially JFK. Especially JFK. R.I.P. You sexy ass, you. <laughs> <laughs> if your grandson's listening to this, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's Bro, he's sexy. hot. <laughs> he's really attractive, too. No, my weekend was good. I um, went to Chicago to visit one of my good um, hometown friends who I um, happened to work with as well. And... Um, my team for my company is based out of Chicago, so I did meet some of the coworkers that I've only ever seen on Zoom. So it was very neat meeting them in person. That's amazing. Um, yeah. How was your flight to Chicago? <gasps> oh my god, talk about a process. Talk about a journey, honestly. Mm-hmm. I so I was supposed to leave Thursday night and come back Sunday morning. Well, Fight got canceled. <laughs> Fight got canceled Thursday. I was ready to not go, to mm-hmm, be honest, because mm-hmm. I heard the weather in Miami was supposed to be really nice this weekend. And it was. Okay, I don't need... I didn't get to enjoy it either. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. You were working. Yeah. <laughs> but then my friend called me, and then another coworker called me, and they were like, no, you, you have to come this weekend. They were sending me flights for mm-hmm. Friday. And I was like, okay. So you went out. So I went out. And Which, it ended up being good. I mean, I Chicago's a fun city. Good food, obviously. Food, yes. Um, and you still got to enjoy the nice weather because you had yesterday off and you went yep, to the beach. Went to the beach yesterday. Yeah. Um, it was a little chillier yesterday. Really? I thought so. To be honest, I can't tell the difference because I am stuck in a building for eight and a half hours. Yeah. You are. Which, you know, while Kayla's enjoying life, I am suffering at work. I'm so sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Because this is a nice little segue to our topic of the week. Oh, my God. What a good transition on your end. Yeah. Good for you. How your first job out of college is making me miserable. Yep. Oh, yeah. Let's just dive into it. Why don't we? Shall we? Okay. So let's dive in. Okay. First official adult job out of college. Entry-level job. Yes. Nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Not going to be your dream job. Not going to be your forever job. Not going to be the job that you're super passionate about. No. And also, it could probably show you what you are passionate about versus what you're not passionate about. Correct. I think... Oh, so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> My mom texted me. <laughs> hey, Mom. Um, I think that is 100% true. I believe that it's being seen more and more nowadays that like you put yourself through college um and you go through this career and you're like I'm so excited to get out there and have my first job and then your first job is nothing of what you expected and then it starts making you second guess yourself question like what the hell do I actually like what am I actually gonna do with my life or want to do with my life what do I even want to with my life and honestly I think we are still very young to 100% now and our passions can change every day our passions can change all of the time and I think it it needs to be said that that's that's fine that is okay and it's completely normal yeah yeah we're not in this time or this generation where you know, you're expected to stay with a company for 
30, 40 plus Mm -hmm. years when you start with them. Yeah. Which is like, I think it's something that um, this generation is trying to break in the sense, because like, if we think about it, like, and I know your dad, my dad has been in the company for 28 years. My dad has been in it for 26 years. It's been his, I think 28 plus. I'm not really sure. I can't do the math right now. But that's, that was his first job out of college, and he has been in the same company. Yeah. And it's just like, but he loves it. Like, he likes the company. He likes to work for them. Like, he likes his job. And that's wonderful. And I sometimes do sort of wish life was, like, what it was back then. Because it yeah. seems a little bit simpler, and people simpler. were less confused. Yes. I am so happy you said that, because I want to piggyback off of it in the sense where, like, with my dad, for example, he wasn't sure what he wanted to do. He started off going to culinary school, and then he mm-hmm. changed and went to a four-year college and went to business school, and he found that he was good at his current job that he's been in now. So he's yeah. like, well, I might as well just stay in this because I know I'm good at it. Yeah. And that a lot of people do decide to stick in that route too. Like, I know I'm good at it. I'm making good money. I might as well just continue and be fine with that. And especially if you have opportunities to grow. That's something we also have to, like, normalize is that if you get into a job, like your first entry-level job, and you realize that you're not 100% sure, you might like it. Yeah. You might love it and be like, okay, this is great and something, but you want to grow and there's no room for you to grow. Yeah. It's okay for you to leave and find your place to grow. Right. That's, like, that goes along with changing your passion and, like, but you can also still love what you do and not love the company and not have the ability to grow, which is perfectly fine. Yeah. But I think nowadays it's becoming like more people are finding themselves like second guessing their life decisions in the career aspect of it, which like I even have, and I have been in my official adult job for two weeks now. Yeah. And I'm not 100% sure this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. No, that's t- completely understandable. I think, like, I don't, I can't remember if we've already talked about it before, if you explained it the last time we tried recording this, but do you want to explain to everybody what your job is and the program that you're going through and, like, why, oh, yeah. why you thought this was the career path for you when you were younger? So I think to explain it, you, ha- like, and then the podcast we tried to record, I asked you do you remember what you wanted to be when you were little? Like what you kept saying. That's right. Do you remember that I asked you? And I mm-hmm. said I wanted to be a flight attendant. Ever since I was little, I've always wanted to be a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was getting closer to college, I started looking at what it was to become a flight attendant. And you still had to go to college for two years. So I was like, yeah. might as well get a, four, a degree, mm-hmm. a four-year degree, because that's even if I stop doing flight attending, I can – do another career and I went into psychology and I realized I didn't like it Mm -hmm. but I went into psychology because I have this feeling like I love helping people right which sometimes most people don't think that of me but I really do like I have a very soft spot for Mm -hmm. others um but then psychology didn't pan out and I was like what is another way that I can do this and like help people and then also go with one like my biggest passion in life which is traveling yeah which is why I also wanted to become a flight attendant because I was like I can travel the world Mm -hmm. while doing a job right and for you the passion and then and now your passion drives you more than the actual job itself 100 percent 
100%. Because I think I could have stuck with psychology and still been happy. But the fact that psychology was like, I had to get um, like certified in every place I was going like to live. Or like the fact that I wasn't going to be able to move around as much as I want to for the rest of my life Mm kind of was like putting me off from my career. So like, mm, I made sure that my traveling passion is what drove my life Mm -hmm. to be what it is. Um, So then I was going to school and I saw hospitality and I was like, perfect. Perfect. That is also in the like traveling industry because it's hotels, it's restaurants, it's Mm -hmm. events. And I, what place in the world doesn't have a hotel that I can work at? Right. So I can just pick up my stuff and go. So I did my hospitality degree, I did my master's, and then I started working at, it was a, it's a program with Marriott, it's called Voyage Program, and I started right. working at a hotel. Right. I've been working for two weeks. In this hotel, um, I am in the rooms division department, so mm-hmm. I'm in housekeeping and front desk. And it's a year program, and I'm a manager in training, and I thought that this was gonna teach me exactly, cause like, I've always thought about, um, running my own hotel and opening up my own hotel yeah I remember that was one of the first things you told me when we first met each other was that you wanted to own your own own hotel which now if you ask me no (laughs) no no thank you that is just not what I how where I see myself right see myself in a winery in a vineyard. Vineyard? It's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> We're taking a class. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I was really excited about this program because I was going to be able to see, I've worked in hotels before in like front desk, but I was going to see the manager side and the aspect of what it takes to run a department inside a hotel. Mm-hmm. What I've realized is that it's draining. Completely draining. It's physically and emotionally draining and yeah. I'm not enjoying it yeah and it's kind of it in an aspect it's hurting me because I thought I was gonna love it yeah and I absolutely do not so yeah. I'm like with I'm like mad at myself because I'm like why did I get myself into this mm-hmm. and now I'm stuck for a year which is fine I can make it through a year I've done worse mm-hmm. but it has made me realize that like Traveling is still my biggest passion, but I'm not willing to sacrifice, s- sacrifice for it. And so it's yeah. just like I need to kind of come up with an own different way to be able to follow that passion. Which is scary. It's definitely scary because I did an undergrad and a master's yeah. in hotel, in hospitality. So like I put five years of my life in money yeah, for a career that I'm literally thinking that next year I'm going to leave. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Do not ask me. I feel like that's so, it's so much more common in our generation to not know what we want to do, what we want. And we can look at it as at, in two ways. Yes, it's scary and mm-hmm. we can blame ourselves and be mm-hmm. like, like you said, why did I get myself in this situation? Why did I allow myself to get to this yeah. point where I'm feeling so emotionally drained, feeling so physically drained, stressed, yeah. anxious? Or you could, we can try and pivot and be like, okay, well, you have a year. Mm-hmm. And this is just in general. This doesn't have to be your situation. But yeah. it's like, let's do some researching. No, 100%. Online, on LinkedIn, in life in general, some soul searching. What do I enjoy? Yeah. And how can I find some sort of way to, to create a career out of this or some sort of job out of this? Exactly. And I also like just like want to say that maybe – 
a year from today, we'll be doing this podcast, and I'll tell you that I love working in a hotel. Yeah. Everything can change, Everything of course. Everything changes so fast is one of the biggest things I've learned out of adulting. Mm-hmm. You could think one thing one week, yeah. and next week you have a completely, completely different, different mindset week. and perspective on it. And then another thing that I see it as a good thing is that I'm glad I got to learn this about my career path at 23. Yes. Instead of spending 20 years in this field and then by I'm 40 I absolutely hate it and I have to restart my whole entire life yeah which some people do which is perfectly fine but, but it's like, harder it's harder so I'm glad I'm getting to know myself now yeah then later but it's- I also think like your career path is also very interesting like yeah you, what you study has nothing to do what you do today I mean my first job it had absolutely nothing True. to so I actually the reason I moved down to Miami was for a job down here in the office, in person, in travel media sales. Because, again, traveling is one of my passions. Um, for so many reasons, I, I left the company. It was it was not a good fit. I, it was not a good fit. All I, have, all I can say is if you're waking up feeling anxious going to work, you should probably rethink the work that you're going to, yeah. whether it's the company or the type of work you're doing. And I'm just going to leave it at that. But also you should say that you left after three months, which is something a lot of people a think of, they can't do. A lot of people think they can't do. And I didn't think that I could do it. A lot of people are like, no, you need to wait at least a year mm-hmm. to have a year's worth of experience. And that was the scariest thing for me. Yeah. I, I very much lucked out in the company that I work for now. I was able to be referred to by a friend. It's in... The industry that I somewhat studied in college, it's still in like it the has law more to field, do with it, yeah. the legal field, excuse me, not law field, who am I? It's still in the She's l- a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in the legal field. It's still business development. I didn't study business in college, but it's okay. If you're not happy, you need to make a change. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing that I have learned mm-hmm. since starting my career is that if you're not happy it's okay for you to make a change exactly you shouldn't be comparing yourself to society standards to other people's opinions and standards if you are not happy i'm just gonna keep saying it make a change 100 at the end of the day you have to be happy like don't make others happy either like Mm -hmm. don't think you have to stay at a place that you're not happy because like you're gonna look bad or something like yeah as long you might look bad to some recruiters but as long as you're, but they don't know your story. Exactly. Like some people could leave after a month, and they probably maybe they had the worst experience ever. But like, I no- just I just met a girl yesterday when I went to the beach with our friends, mm-hmm. and she was telling us of a friend of hers who had just started a new job in Nashville for um oh my god oh my god who's the girls the country woman singer Chelsea yeah Casey Casey Musgraves yeah. Oh my god, people, what the hell? See, I told you your phone is blowing up. (laughs) She works for the agent of Casey Musgraves. Oh, that's fun. But she lasted two months because the job was so terrible. And she was so unhappy and so anxious. She was, you know, doing all the bitch work. Mm -hmm. And she lasted two months. And she's like, I need to find Mm -hmm. what actually fits me. Yeah. So I think I kind of want to end that part of that subject with just saying, you know, 
It can be scary. It can. But it's becoming a little more normal. Obviously, don't be jumping around companies every three, four months, every six months, because every year. Because you get year, bored Because or you get like bored. That. Exactly. That's not what we're saying. No. We're just saying if it's not the right fit for you, mm-hmm. one, because the work culture. Yeah. Um, That's super important. Super important. If work culture is maybe toxic, mm-hmm. if the work is making you miserable, miserable, and if you just feel like you, you're not having a purpose anymore, yeah, then maybe it's time to take a step back and be like, okay, maybe I've lost myself a little bit in this year, how people oh, can lose themselves yeah. in a relationship. Exactly. And let's just rewind and like reset. Regroup. Regroup. What do I like to do? Yeah, and figure out want? your next step. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, with that being said, with what you just said, that is like, regroup yourself mm-hmm. and rethink and if you need to get out of there get out of there but i do want to say please do it if you are financially okay with it because i don't want yeah. people to do it and be like well i am homeless yeah or something like well, that obviously that's the biggest factor i mean like when i was going through that my pa- the first thing my parents were like as long as you can like um Sus- support yourself yeah. they're like of course go ahead Uh um but it's funny that you say that because that kind of like leads into the other idea that we were talking about earlier in terms of salaries and being financially stable yeah not a lot of people including myself because i got screwed over with my first job Uh, i think everyone does uh, oh yeah oh i would love to look up the statistic (laughs) on this a lot of people don't know that they should negotiate their salary i never knew that until you told me this yeah because I think it's something that it, everyone like money talk is so intimidating, and it's when you're so new, when you're new to the adult world, first of all, getting yeah, your first to job, the work life is just like terrifying. You're like, okay, if I negotiate my salary, they won't hire me. A lot of people think if I negotiate my salary, they won't hire me, and also a lot of companies know that first year out of college kids are not going to negotiate their salary no. because one, they're just excited yeah. to be getting paid good money in the first mm-hmm. place that they will underpay you yeah they will and they know that you'll you. accept it exactly that happened to me at my first job where i accepted the first number that they gave me i was just so happy to get a job in miami and i was like yes i'll take it come to find out everybody on my team had was had a different salary than me because some people knew to negotiate which is crazy because it's like yeah you're like yes i'll take it and then you're suffering because one miami rent Oh, fucking insane. And everything in Miami in general. Grocery food, store. Grocery yeah, stores, everything. clothes, everything. So you were like, you had the mindset that a lot of people do. They're like, okay, yeah, I don't want them to not give me the job because I refuse the pay. And they were thinking, oh, this girl just wants to move to Miami. Let's give her whatever we can. Exactly. Like the scraps of it. And you took it with excitement. Mm-hmm. But then once you got into it, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold I'm on. not getting paid enough for yeah. the mental turmoil that I'm being put through right now. <laughs> that is the biggest thing. Like, with my salary, like, I have a contract of a year. And um, the first thing I did when I received the contract is I sent it to my dad. Yeah. And my dad read it. So smart. Yeah, because, you know, you got to have your dads for this. Obviously. So shout out Marcelo. You're the man. We love you, Marcelo. <laughs> <laughs> he read it, and he kind of looked up, like, 
um, salaries for the hospitality industry, like salaries in Miami and kind of that. And so he was just like, no, I think it's a good salary for you to get started. And I'm very thankful I don't have to pay rent. So mm -hmm. that's like, something off my like mind. But if I had to pay rent, I would be struggling. You, I don't, I don't, you would be able to afford the apartment you're about to move into, but you would not be able to afford the lifestyle that you currently I wouldn't be able to, yeah, I would be able to afford rent, food, and gas. And you would be hanging out in your, only your apartment all yeah. the time. I'd tell people to come over and bring your own food, bring your own mm -hmm. water, because bring your own flashlight, because I'm not paying <laughs> my, <laughs> I'm not paying your electricity. <laughs> The lights are going to be off while we're over here. Thank you. It is like 10 o'clock at night, but everyone with their flashlights and candles. That's all we got. <laughs> that's kind of the thing. I'm, but yeah, but I, I have never renegotiated my salary ever. And I think that's the one thing that terrifies me the most about jobs. Mm -hmm. And it, it shouldn't be intimidating. It shouldn't be scary. I know one of my good friends, her roommate from college, negotiated a good ass salary for her first job that she's in right now and she's living in a nice apartment um damn she has to teach me her ways yeah because for me like it also obviously depends on the industry that you're going into 100%. like obviously if you're going into engineering or computer science it you're going to be able to negotiate negotiate a little bit of a higher salary versus yeah. somebody that's going into sales or, or hospitality <laughs> or hospitality <laughs> we picked the low end kind of salaries but like even you know how like everyone's like oh this is your starting base um in six months we do a review right and you might get an bon increase a raise. a raise that's what it's called um during the pandemic, I was working for my friend's dad's company, and he was paying me really well mm -hmm. for, like, it, it was, like, I was still in college, so, like, it was really well for a college job. Yeah. And I remember one day I come out, I come in, and HR comes to me and is like, Mike, that's my, whatever, yeah, I can say his name, he's not listening, um, <laughs> he wants to give you a raise. And I was like, I didn't even have to ask for it, which I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And he's like, um, she was like, yeah, he sees that you're working really hard and you're putting extra hours and you're mm -hmm. doing a lot of work and he wants to give you a $5 raise. And even though it's That's five, pretty good, actually, $5. If you're getting was, paid hourly, it, hell. I was getting paid hourly and overtime. Yeah. And I was putting overtime like three day, three hours a day of that's overtime. So and so I was like, are you serious? And that's when I was just like, why can't every job be like this? Because the fact of me thinking about asking him for a raise – terrified me oh, and everyone in that company was like trying to negotiate raises and I remember they were all like yeah I'm gonna ask him for a dollar raise and I'm terrified and I was like I would be shitting my pants right now yeah I'm if I'm being honest and obviously your situation is one of the lucky ones because yes. you were being recognized and awarded for your hard work and sometimes a lot of times, especially in corporate, you don't get that. You don't get that recognition, yeah. and it can feel frustrating. And I obviously, I don't think I've had enough experience—not even a full year out of college yet—to be giving what about about to say next. But yeah, um, this is all <laughs> advice from people <laughs> that just started adult life. <laughs> so take it with a heart, like grain of salt. Grain of salt. Thank you. I would say always be documenting your successes and your work because Ooh. when it does come to that time where you feel like 
you deserve a raise. Show the proof. Show the proof. Show the proof of your work. Show the proof of your success. I agree. And see what happens. Yeah. I, 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 that's all I have to say on that because I haven't gotten to that point. Honestly. I haven't been able to show any proof. <laughs> so if, and when I ever get to that point, we can revisit this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you guys know how it worked out for me <laughs> as you get fired. <laughs> No, but I think that's a great advice because I never thought about it. Like, but it's good. Yeah. Like make sure you have proof of the times that you put in an extra work or you, you know, like you save their asses for something like, like without you, they wouldn't be because at the end of the day, especially in corporate when they have millions, not, not actually millions, but they have a bunch of people working for them. They forget. Yeah. You know, the specifics and they, you might be one in a hundred, you know? And so it it's just, be. it could be like, so it's really hard for them to keep up with you. So make sure you keep up with your work. So you have like proof that, you know, you are deserving, deserving of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously don't ask for a raise after your second week and be yeah. like, I came in 30 minutes early today. Yeah. Give it to me. Give like, it to no. me. No. Um, with the topic of negotiating your salary, I think another important thing that comes in like the finance and like before starting your job, like obviously don't take the first salary they give it, they give to you, unless it's super good, obviously. Um, Don't be greedy. But one thing that I also realized is like, this job is my first time having a 401k and benefits. Yeah. Which I was like, what i still have not set up my 401k i just remembered that (laughs) oh my gosh Uh, i have to do that i know by the end of this month yeah this month is ending this week (laughs) okay so when you go home tonight i gotta talk to my dad (laughs) (laughs) we need to do my 401k cousins are gonna be listening to this we're gonna be talking fast but they're gonna catch marcella's name (laughs) they're gonna like oh (laughs) but yeah your 401k and with your like I think every entry level job you should have a four hundred one k. They should offer you. Do you have a four hundred one k? Uh huh. And they match. And they match. Yeah. And with that, obviously, don't take a job if there's no four hundred one k. But this is what I am going to say about four hundred one ks. If your company doesn't have any sort of matching mm-hmm. to your four hundred one k at the end of the year, I personally would not advise unnecessarily taking it. And I could be completely wrong. No, I think you're right because I think matching your 401k, like, that you're is... You're going to be saving that's even your re- more money yeah. that you didn't even actually have to, to work for. Exactly. So if it doesn't match, don't put it at the top it's of your It's not list. a match. Ex- that, yes. <laughs> if it doesn't match, it's not a match. <laughs> Moving on. You know, swipe left on exactly. that. So yeah. if the matching, it's pretty self-explanatory. If, like, your company gives... Um, so if you put 5% in your 401k, your company will match that number. Yeah. So it's like, let's say you put $100, your company's going to put $100. And it's not $100 of your like um, salary. It's $100 from them. So it's like $103. It like your, yeah, it yeah. doesn't come out of your paycheck. It's $103. So you, you're basically getting free money. So yeah. you want a company to match you because in the long run, it's you're going to double what you put in 100% double or more like it all just depends on how much the matching is or something like that exactly but your 401k is a great place to start saving mm-hmm. um yeah but on the topic of saving in general 
just because you're putting money aside into your 401k doesn't mean that you should also be saving in a separate account. Oh, you yeah, you should. Um, yes. Part of your salary. You should be saving. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. You should be saving part of your salary into a, a savings, savings account. account. Yeah. And um, I obviously need to educate myself more on different types of savings account because, you know, you have your high yield savings accounts and then a normal like regular savings account and I just remember I was listening to this podcast financial feminist I don't know if you've heard of it no I have not but um she was saying that before you try investing your money anywhere learning about stocks and trading um investing Mm -hmm. in a materialistic item you should at the bare minimum in a normal savings account have three times the amount of money of what your rent costs okay okay and then i um, like that i didn't know that yeah i feel like i need to educate myself on the financials of my life as well because the fact that my dad is a finance guy and he's an accountant like he just does it all for me and like i have Yeah, I have investments and stuff like that, but I don't know any of it. Yeah, I mean, I also heard, like, before we started this part, I had Mm -hmm. looked up how much from your paycheck each time you should be putting away into savings. So please, share it with us. Share it with us. The the 50-30-20 rule of budgeting. Mm -hmm. So according to that rule, 50% of your take-home income should go to essentials such as rent, utilities, groceries, car insurance. 50%? 50%. Got it. 30% should go to non-essentials. So, you know, going out to eat at restaurants, shopping, like trips, that sort of thing. And 20% of it should be going to savings for future goals. So that could be a fun little uh, thing rule that you know people could start adjusting to if you're having trouble learning how to budget if you don't know what to budget for i think the 20 30 20 oh my god 50 30 20 rule could be a good starting point honestly yeah because i was just setting up my so my um hotel only does direct deposit Mm -hmm. and we were just setting up my account i was with hr and setting it up and um, she was like, okay. I gave her, like, my routing number. And she was like, where do you want this to go? And I just said savings. Yeah. And I put everything in my savings. And I just now thought about it. I was just like, wow. And the thing is, like, I'm putting everything in savings. And then I'm going to be moving it to checking. Yeah. And so, like, I'm going to be taking out. So, most of the majority of my... You can take 80% out of what you first get in your paycheck and just bring it into your checking. Account. Yeah. But, like, I'm going to make sure that all that money goes first into my savings. And yeah. then as I'm needing it, I will start taking it out. Yeah. And I got that from my brother. My brother, at one point in his checking, only had $50. Yeah. And he had everything in his savings. And so every time he needed it, he would just do the transfer. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's the smartest thing ever because at the end of the day, you're spending just what you need. And Mm -hmm. then the rest is saving without even thinking about it. I agree 100%. And I've recently thought about changing over to that way Mm -hmm. or that way of living because I do have money sitting in my checking account that I purposefully, I won't let it get below a certain number. So I know yes. I'm not using that, but then it is just sitting in my checking. I might as well just move it over to my savings. Yeah. Like right now I, I have my savings in my checkings and that's the one thing, like how you said, like, um, the podcast told you like mm-hmm. three times your, um, 
um, rent. Yeah. I make sure I don't have rent, but I make sure it's enough to sustain like something like an emergency or something yes. like in the very last minute where I can't access my bank or something like that. Right. Like I have enough where I can survive something like that. So it's yeah. just like I have let's say like my rent is 1500 like I have 2000 right in my checking just like there and the rest the rest is in my savings so right. it's just like it's enough to move around I'm not saying to do the $50 because I, I thought that was absurd right but like I think it's a great idea to put everything in your savings and then you just transfer it over to your checking yeah I agree 100% but sure. you know I feel like I've become a lot more excited about budgeting for some reason oh recently. you have ever since i met you all you talk about well not all no but you talk, talk about, about budgeting a lot i don't know why but i just i hey, find it interesting you know when you become old like kayla <laughs> that's what excites you in life i'm still young and i get excited about <laughs> love is blind but kayla gets excited about budgeting yeah, no, Kayla's really good because, like, we went to – Kayla's really good, or she's trying to be really trying good. Trying to be good. Yeah, let me, let me say it. It Kayla's, doesn't always work out. Yeah. <laughs> um, But Kayla is trying really hard to be good at budgeting, and I can see it. And Sticking I will, to it. Yeah, and I would advocate for it because we went to this bookstore – and she wanted to buy a book, and she was like, "But you know what? I'm gonna wait until Thursday when I get paid, so I can stay be- on track. So I can stay on track and not pass the budget of this month." And I was like, "Damn! Look at you, girl! Self control queen." It's hard sometimes. You know where I don't have any self control is when I'm out shopping for yeah, clothes. Yeah, you do have a problem. With I don't that. have. I don't have a self restraint. Mm-mm. Which is fine. You know, one step we at a time. We all have our weaknesses. We do. We all do. We and all have our weaknesses. Yep. Yeah, we know shopping is yours. Mm-hmm. As we wrap up this episode, um, we're going to do the Spanish segment that we forgot to do last week. I'm all about it. Yeah. So Laura and I are absolutely obsessed with this one Colombian singer. His name is Maluma. Baby. Uh, Papi Juancho. <laughs> we, we saw it. Oh, yeah. sorry, <laughs> we actually went to see him in concert. In October, which right? Which was the worst and best night ever. Oh, my God. It started rough. It started really rough for Laura. <laughs> but once Maluma came out, I was all about it. He just has the sexiest voice I think I've ever heard on a man. Yeah, so Kayla loves him so much that she went to see Marry Me. Well, yeah. not a, yeah. <laughs> but it helped that he was in it. But it helped that he was in it. It wasn't by choice, but it helped that he was in it. I still need to see it. Literally, everything about him—he just—he is sexy. His swag is sexy. I wonder how he is in real life. I wonder. I just. Oh my god! I would love to know. Yeah. So if Maluma, if you're listening, <laughs> we would love to meet you. We're literally in love with you. <laughs> so, Poppy Juancho. So for this Spanish segment, um, I'm going to say the lyrics to Cositas de la USA, because uh-huh. that's how we say USA, Yeah. Um, which is a Maluma song. And I'm going to say it in Spanish, and Kayla has to figure out what uh, what it's saying. Okay. So are you ready for it? Yes. Are you sure? No, okay. but we're going to be. No soy malo, pero por ti me puedo volver. I'm not bad, yes. but for you... I would be. Yeah. <laughs> now you say in Spanish, so you can um, learn Spanish. No, so, no, no soy mal. Malo. No soy malo, pero por ti um, me, me puedo. 
¿Me puedo volver? ¡Ya! Yeah. Ah. No poder verte me causa coraje. No poder verte. Um, cannot see you. Mm -hmm. Me causa coraje. Me causes me to go crazy. Sí, coraje means like... Um, Um, what's it called? Oh my god. Coraje. When something's like. Coraje. Courage. Oh. So that doesn't make sense. That because, doesn't make sense yeah, because, because not because, seeing you gives me courage. Yeah. Maybe like because seeing her makes him nervous. So like thinking about her gives him more courage of like what he would do to her. Oh. Or maybe like not seeing her gives him more courage to like say things to say things to about her about to her, her that he could that he mm. feels maluma what are you trying to say here yeah. and is he talking about us <laughs> <laughs> i hope so because he saw us at the concert you think so mm, i think it while was. we were in the nosebleed <laughs> <laughs> but um, i'm actually really impressed you got a lot of it thank that you that was like the first four lines thank you you know The one thing about Kayla is that she will sing any song that she doesn't know. And so it bothers true. me. And it bothers Laura because I actually don't know the meaning half the time. No, 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 no. Not that. When you don't have never heard the song. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I will play a song for Kayla. And she has this amazing, incredible, outstanding talent that somehow she will say gibberish, but it sounds like she's singing the lyrics. <laughs> And I will look at her and I'll like, hum along to yeah. it. And I'm like, you know this song? And she goes, no. <laughs> and it drives me insane because she'll either like make up the words and still fit, yeah. hum along to it. But like she'll listen for five seconds and she's and humming. And I can pick up on yeah. it really fast. You should play an instrument. I feel like you have musical talents that I you didn't did. know about. I played the flute in middle school. Like the recorder or the flute? No, the flute. Oh, damn. That's a hard one. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, but you know that wasn't cool in high school, so. No, yeah, I played the cello and that was I was a loser. <laughs> it was weird because I was a cheerleader with a cello. That's so <laughs> Explain funny. That to me. Explain, that's a Disney movie right there. <laughs> I'm telling you, my life should be a TV show. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Okay, well, well. Anyways. Anyways, that was the pod for the week. For the week. I hope you guys enjoy it. This was a really fun one. I really love this. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram, like Laura said earlier, underscore adult.org.not underscore. Really sorry, but like can't really. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> We are trying. Um, and, and if you have any ideas or have something specific you want us to talk about, please DM us. Yeah, reach out to us. We will definitely do it um, because... I'm personally loving doing this podcast. Mm -hmm. It is giving me my sanity. I think it is. I And it's know. something I look forward to two things during the week. Euphor saying Kayla. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Euphoria and the pod, but I see you when I make the pod, so it makes sense. Uh, I just wanted to be selfish. Okay. Um, <laughs> Anyways, bye. See you all next week.